Hello everyone, welcome to our first episode of Pixels and Polygons, which is our new little project, our little podcast we're doing, all entertainment and gaming. Uh, you can see I'm joined by myself and three other men. <laughs> um, so I'm John, or Jontis, so you, you'll, you'll know who probably we all are, you just probably ain't seen uh, two of our faces maybe, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm John, above me is Nick, give us a wave. How we doing? And his woman. <laughs> and then we've got in the top right, we've got Chris. Hello. And Yarnold is closest to me on the right. Hello. Hello. So obviously we've done I've done a podcast in the past, but these guys haven't, so we're all new and nervous doing it as a foursome. So be gentle with us. But um we're planning to do this kind of like bi-weekly or monthly depending when we get time and just talk about games and movies and films and music and all that kind of stuff and have a laugh and just bounce and it's something um i was like brewing for a while that we wanted to do because we used to do tcn stuff but obviously that ended so take on another project um so yeah today we're going to be talking about a few things uh we're going to start off with some I guess TV is TV because it's Disney Plus, but it's been a big thing. And then go on to some gaming stuff and news. And yeah, Chris will be talking about some. We're going to try and have a segment each that we rotate. So we'll have Chris's corner this week. Uh, <laughs> I know we might, I don't know, we'll think about other things. But um, yeah, so to start with, uh, I'll just say I really enjoyed WandaVision. And that's the main thing I wanted to talk about with Disney Plus. It's really good. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. Has anyone else been watching it or dabbled at all? Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, you got, that's another thing we could probably talk about, actually. Chris hasn't got access to Disney Plus in South Africa, which it's is weird. Not in South Wait, is it? It's not, so no. Your country, your country blocks it, basically. Uh, I think Disney doesn't allow it. No, Disney hasn't published it here. We haven't blocked it, they just haven't put it here. They haven't bothered. Oh, okay, makes they sense. Don't, they don't like the Afrikaans, by the sound of it. I read an article, this was last year, so I don't know if it may be changed, but Disney basically said they don't plan on bringing it here until 2022. So, Wait. next year. Yeah. And I know the, the Mandalorian came out in, like, the last October, and it was, like, spoilers were everywhere, and everyone had seen it, and then it finally came to the UK in, like... Uh, was it January this year? I think. Um, yeah, and then they started One Division, which is what I got into, and I was like, no one really followed um, Wonder, well, Scarlet, which she's called now, isn't she? So, uh, and Vision, they were kind of always side characters, and I was like, oh, this would be interesting. I love sitcom stuff and like the whole retro vibe to it. So I was like, give this a go. Something was gonna come like of Wonder and Vision just because of the sort of like you say, little side pieces in Civil War, but you can tell that there was something together, like yeah. A relationship between the characters. Yeah, and there's even there's like a specific episode where you I don't know if you've watched it all, Nick, but there's like a specific episode. Oh, you have. So like spoilers. We'll obviously we're just we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff that contains spoilers. So, um, but yeah, uh, there's like an episode where you see like a flashback to after. Age of Ultron, where you see Vision and Wanda kind of getting close, and her kind of past with the bomb and when she was trapped, and that's kind of something they bring into and how 
she was like mutated by the uh, mind stone and stuff like that so there's all that kind of stuff it's all in like a sitcom style so like the first episode i think is 40s then it's 50s 60s 70s 80s onwards so you get like the different kind of sitcoms yeah all the decades yeah um have you guys oh, no obviously chris hasn't have you watched any of it yarny or i'm not a big tv watcher in general to be honest yeah, so I pretty much can't talk about it. <laughs> I'm not either, really. I, I would, I would give my opinions uh, whether it's did something see... interesting that I could watch. You know, did you see any of the trailers or anything for it? Or uh, I haven't seen trailers, no. No, so that's something you just, yeah, if you're blind to then. <laughs> but yeah, yeah get... basically, watch trailers if that helps. I don't watch them. I used to always watch trailers, but I tend to not, especially with game trailers, like. Outriders, which we'll get into later. Um, like I've just avoided everything because I wanted to go in like blind. Um, yeah, one of the things was really good. Uh, it like was a it's a bit of a weird start. The first two or three episodes, you're like, what is going on? Like you don't know what's actually happening, and then it slowly like edges on to see what's happening, and um, yeah, it gets more and more interesting. Then it goes into like Phase Four, which is like Marvel's next thing, and you kind of see her become like Scarlet Witch. And they bring in new heroes, and Vision's kind of, I don't know, he's, he's back, but he, he's like not back, it's very, it's a very odd how they left it on the cliffhanger. And then, obviously, you've got Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is just started, I've never really cared about their characters either, but apparently it's good, the first episode was out. Um, uh, I, I, I did watch it, like you say, um, considering that how they ended... Uh, Endgame, um, and like you say, Falcon isn't exactly like the biggest character in the Marvel Universe, but I do think it'll be interesting what they do with it and how they carry on from it with him. Yeah, it, I don't. I didn't really. I, I didn't. I didn't watch um, the Captain America films when I first watched them, so I had no idea who he was. And then obviously it was this in Civil War when I watched that one, and then obviously he's kind of like a side character and he gets dusted in the. Infinity War one, but yeah, it was cool how they gave him the shield. But I've not watched the episode, but all I've heard is like he doesn't get the shield or something, and then they start bringing in a fake Captain America or something like that. So that's going to be interesting. Then there's the Loki show uh, that's coming in uh, July, I think. That's due to come out, <laughs> which will be good fun. And then um, yeah, that's pretty much it for Disney Plus and stuff and. I, I couldn't really get into The Mandalorian talking about another show. Like, I really tried. I know, Chris, you mentioned it, didn't you? You couldn't get into it. Or... I don't, I don't it but I've heard it's been torn apart by like diehard Star Wars fans. So In a good way? Or <laughs> they thought it was crap? It's been destroyed. Oh. People oh. have gone as far as saying that it's worse than Episode 8 and 9, which I doubt. No. What were you saying, Nick? Sorry? I I personally, from people that have spoken to me about Mandalorian, I like everyone who spoke to me has actually said that it's really good. I did want to like I did want to watch it and see for myself, but um, like I sort of fell out of the whole Star Wars era thing. Like right. I watched all movies, but then I think after I, I can't even remember which um, Star Wars movie it was that I watched last. I think it was like Rogue One or something. 
uh, I haven't watched it since then, so I've sort of like fell out of the whole thing. So as much as I want to watch it, I don't know. I, I, at the same time, I kind of mm. don't want to back into back into from it. Uh, I'm the same. I tried to watch like the first three episodes. I was like, is this going anywhere? I don't get what's going on. And I know there's been like two seasons now, and they have brought in like a lot of classic stuff, like a Shoka who's like from the Clone Wars and is Anakin's apprentice, and then. You got the baby Yoda stuff, which and then Luke Skywalker came back into it or something. There's a CGI thing, but after, yeah, after, like what you said, I was burned out after like episode eight and nine being like trash. I was just like, oh, I can't be bothered with any more Star Wars. <laughs> so I went straight back to like MCU stuff. Have you seen any of it, Yarny, or have you not? Completely. Um... <laughs> well, my my is completely empty of after stuff. <laughs> I know, I know I'm you're a massive TV bit, watcher, you know, are you, so... Yeah. But, um, there's something actually I'm going to bring up with you later on about games, because uh, you've been doing your Fuser stuff, so we can talk about that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for TV, and then we're going to move into, like, more gaming. We'll go over to... We'll just talk about some gaming news, because Chris has got some interesting stuff. Uh, in, in Chris's corner, in the top right corner, um... But yeah, about uh, Xbox doing some stuff and PlayStation doing some stuff, which is. I recently got my hands, my toes, my hands on um, Xbox Game Pass, specifically because now EA Play was brought to um, laptops, mm. PC. And like, I mean, it's just really good value for money with all the stuff that they give you. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of games that I have never played before and I never thought I would ever end up playing. It's like modern it's rentals, isn't it? so much out there. Yeah, I always think of it as like modern rentals because like you can't rent games anymore, but Game Pass is kind of that. You just kind of rent yeah, them. It's Netflix for video games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, can't do something wrong with it, basically. No, yeah, I play this one. PlayStation need a a a own version. But yeah, I, I, what you said about EA and Xbox, I started playing Jedi Fallen Order on the PC version, but I'll let you carry on. <laughs> I actually, I actually played Jedi Fallen Order, and that's what, that's a really good game. I've got it on disc, so I got it long before. And then, oh, Bethesda, them also going on to Game Pass. That actually gutted me a bit because I recently just bought all the Doom games. Oh yeah, you said that. Couple, then about two months later, they're like, oh, we're bringing the Bethesda games to Game Pass. And yeah. I was sad. Yeah, because I mean, I got at least I got them all on sale for Christmas, so. It's not like I you spent that much on them anyway, but it was still a bit gutting. No, no, I know you. Yeah, I, I um, I was really tempted to buy Doom Eternal, and then it came on like Game Pass, and then like the, the whole Bethesda deal went through. Like obviously, because if anyone doesn't know, uh, Bethesda were bought by Xbox, uh, so basically every future game they do will be Xbox console and PC exclusive, and they're all going on Game Pass day one. So like Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield and anything like that, we'll just be on it straight away. Um, and then there's the other thing they're doing. There's oh. something I want to say. For yeah, example, yeah, for um, remember in October when the game Watch Dogs Legion came out, right? Yes. It was, uh, <laughs> that was basically something um, I couldn't get my hands on uh, through Game Pass because I'm basically uh, I, I I don't own a good PC so I play on PlayStation at the moment and basically I bought the full game and yeah there were a lot of mixed reviews about the game and I I personally liked it but the game 
didn't seem finished whatsoever, so, you know... No, I agree. Because we were both enjoying it. Odd word of full price, but yeah. It, it's like, it was one of those games where if you turn your brain off, you can properly enjoy it. Um, yeah. But it just, it, it was utterly silly, stupid fun, and it did, yeah, it did feel a bit unfinished. That's why I had to, like, make a review on it, because I was like, oh, you have to kick games up the ass when they're not doing well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just brought out the uh, online version for that, actually. Um, I always got free weekend as well. Oh, I think. Oh, yeah, so. Today till Monday. So that's something if anyone's listening, watching, you can play Watch Dogs over this weekend because this will be going up Saturday. Um, also, we completely forgot to mention, and it's not to be horrible or anything like that, it's just we got into the moment. We do have five members of the Pixels and Polygons team, but Gaming Bear isn't with us tonight. Um, He's uh, very busy in the week, so he'll be in another episode. Uh, we might come and go. You might see us on cam. You might not see us on cam. It's just going to be like a a fluctuating thing, just seeing how we are on yeah, the day. Just whatever we feel like. Uh... Yeah, we want to keep it reasonably casual. <laughs> we don't want it to, like, just think of it as a Zoom meeting that we talk about shit. Um, but yeah, Chris, the thing My about Discord. Next... Yeah. I you just ruined everything for me, Josh. It's how day. <laughs> While we were on the topic of uh, Microsoft buying Bethesda and all this stuff, there are rumors that Microsoft wants to get their hands on Discord for about 10 billion US dollars. Mm. 10 billion? I thought that was a million. Discord oh my is God. The most recent valuation of Discord is something 7 billion US dollars. That's mad. Two years ago, and honestly, I don't think just... they make that much money off of just Discord Nights. No, so I yeah, I was about to say, yeah, but they, 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 I know Xbox were partnered with Discord to get Nitro through Game Pass, so that's something yeah. they already had in place. That'd be interesting. Now that um, if Microsoft does buy Discord, it could go either way because. I mean, Microsoft got their hands on Skype and Mixer, and look what happened to those things. Yeah, that's another... I don't think they'd abandon Discord. These, like, I think out of all of us, the only two that actually play on Xbox console is Nick and Chris. I think you both have the consoles, don't you? Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I imagine Nick's got it on PC as well, on um, the Game Pass and everything like that, so... But yeah, it, it's not like... I'm not a massive Xbox fan. I think we all love 360. That was like the console of the day. But that was actually my first console. That's, I'm exposing my age, but that was my first console. Yeah, Chris is only nine years old. Too easy on him. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like me and Chris are about the same age, to be honest. Yeah, I, me and my, are my older. My real console was um, the was PS4, honestly. Yeah, I'm sitting here, my first console was the original PlayStation. Marcy, I'll, I'll, I think, well, I don't want to oh, say people's specific ages, but I think I'm a year or two older than Nick, all with the same age, I'm not sure. But my first was a master system. Sega, so Bubble and Bobble, uh, you know, Alex the Kid, um, Sonic, Shinobi. Oh, yeah. But my first proper console was PS1, yeah. But, yeah, I, I also got uh, consoles before that. Uh, I feel like the first console I really bought was uh, the Wii U, so it was basically Nintendo I was first on. Oh. And after Nintendo, I moved on to... Uh, PS4, so that was a... Uh, that was a bit of a jump. My first proper console. Basically. That was a big jump, yeah. 
But I never got the Wii. Uh, I like Wii Sports and stuff like that, but I don't know. I just I felt like game news about relaxing and the yeah, fact that I, I was like... like... I feel like Nintendo really is when you're younger. They're really based uh, to a younger audience. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, like the thing with Xbox and like Discord, like, like I said, it is a bit worrying if they buy it and then they suddenly just drop it. Like, what happens? Because Discord is like the biggest thing for like communicating. Like, I feel like we can't live without Discord yeah. anymore. The amount of servers we're all in, like, they just it's just a way of chatting to people, especially because we've been in lockdown for like, going on, I think it's been a year, like today for the UK. Um, I'm not sure, but obviously, because Yanni and Chris are from elsewhere in the world, how it works, but um, yeah, it's been a bit, a bit rough. <laughs> for like socializing yeah anyway. lockdown hasn't been great here either to be honest because i live in belgium personally yeah we've got well it's a mixed bag here it just depends on where you stay so some that... people some people don't you know i think between we're between us we're in three different no no because we're in your we're in the con no two different continents because africa and europe are continents aren't they i kept thinking it was like hang on we left the eu but we didn't leave the continent <laughs> That was something else. I was like, no, we didn't like push away. Um, but yeah, takes a bit of work to leave the continent. Can you imagine if like yeah. England was just like fuck this and just put like thrusters on the cliffs and just went, <laughs> just like the white cliffs of Dover just being pushed away. Uh, that would be some uh, the ultimate Brexit. <laughs> it's like the ultimate Brexit. The if they've got the technology to move an entire country across the continent, then trust me, they can do other things with it. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely go to Mars if they have that I think, technology. I think there is actually some technology for like affecting tectonic plates. Because I was reading something the other day that the San Andreas fault line is due to shift, which is the whole, if you've seen that terrible rock movie, where it's, it's called, I think it's literally called San Andreas, and it's all about how... The, the the line shift and just causes gigantic parts of California to go into the ocean. Um, anyway, t tangent, tangent. <laughs> but yeah, like in terms of like Xbox and Discord, like I don't know, like what's the benefits going to be? Are they going to pump well, more money into it? I think I think they're going to put advertising on Discord, make it more profitable, and then oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They'll probably put that on Xbox as well. Could you imagine, like, you just join a voice channel, it's like, would you like to buy a Game Pass? It's like, it's an audio advert in your head. Oh, it'd be horrible. Um, one guy said, he said that if he were in charge of Microsoft and they actually managed to get um, Discord, that they get rid of the party chat feature and just replace that entirely with Discord integration. Yeah, there was something about that. I remember you mentioned that it. That would be great. Uh... Because PlayStation definitely needs that. Party chat system isn't exactly the best. No, Xbox parties are a nightmare, and PS5 parties are now a nightmare. The way they've made them, because they changed the PS4 yeah. version as well. So like, if if all of them just integrated Discord every console and was like, we don't need our I own party. Like, yeah. I feel like it's a necessity. Yeah, but I, I, it'll probably happen with Xbox, but it won't happen with PlayStation now if they're buying yeah. them. That's a shame. But, uh, but, uh, Microsoft getting Discord is just one of their options. Discord is also looking at just going public and getting money through that. Uh, yeah, as w yeah, and to talk about companies and stuff taking over stuff, um, there was a massive rumor that PlayStation or Sony were trying to buy Rockstar. Yeah, 
because of the whole Bethesda thing. They were like, oh, we're going to have Grand Theft Auto. Could you imagine the amount of money they would make just having a like, GTA 6 exclusive to uh, PlayStation? Yeah, I don't think it would be good. Well, I would buy a PlayStation if they did that. Right, but it, would, it would force people to buy a console. Like, literally, this thing is just a gigantic paperweight at the minute. There is, there is like, five games on it. And as much as I'm, like, a, I'm definitely a PlayStation and PC kind of person, you don't need the Xbox console if you've got a decent HPC because you've got the Xbox stuff. Um, yeah, uh, bringing into PlayStation a bit more, there's something else in there uh, happened that you popped in the chat the other day, wasn't there? About, um, yeah. Sony P is unfortunately ending the PlayStation 3 and PS Vita stores. I've seen that as well, yeah. Which is rip. I own a Vita. I tried to go on it the other day and I wondered why I couldn't get a mine. Is it literally already shut it down? They flat out shutting it down. See, I had a, I had a Vita because I used to use like remote play on it, so I put like Horizon on it through the console. But I, I noticed on the Vita store you have PS One games, don't you? So you could play like Dino Crisis, and Metal Gear, and like all these yeah, old. I, I tried going on my Vita the other week, like before I moved out. Um, I thought I'd, I thought I'd just have a go on it, like because I haven't been on it in years. Yeah. And I couldn't go online. Um, it wouldn't let me look at anything on the store. They were all corrupted images. Anything. It was. Oh. And then once I'd, once I'd logged out of my PlayStation account, it wouldn't let me kind of log back in. It was being all funny. So yeah. unless you've actually ordered it or it's the start of it, I don't know. That's weird. They must have already took it offline then. Yeah. They just kind of, they just kind of say they're doing stuff. But my, my thinking is like, there's two options. They're either doing it just to get rid of it, and they're just, you know, and and they're planning to do remakes of games, and then charge people, or they're rebooting PlayStation now, and they're going to put all like the PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4 classics all on one place, because yeah, PS now like is it's, terrible. It's definitely a trick to make more money for sure. I, I don't think Vita turned out to be as popular as they were anticipating. No. Yes, oh, no. Vita was a huge flop. Because they, they did it with the original PSP, didn't they? Like, they that was big, that, yeah. Like, turned out quite well. And then they did um, the PSP Go, which, from what I heard, didn't do very well because all of its games were digital. Yeah. And that much of a variety on it either. And then they brought out the Vita, which in terms of the console itself, looked really good. But then, again, it just came down to the fact that the games on it were very limited. In terms of new games that were released, the Vita got nothing, and your only hope was literally going onto the store and getting previous games. Other than, other than that, it didn't I really remember the, um, the analog sticks were, like, really fiddly. If you have, like, big hands... Or anything, it was really hard to like play the console. People, yeah, like you say, I've got really big hands, and yeah, because it the analog sticks were quite small, like you say, and they were quite fiddly. But just from a personal perspective, like I <laughs> just have a look. People tell me I've got lady hands, so so yeah, I don't think I've got big hands, I've just got chunky hands now from lockdown. <laughs> but like, I know what you mean, like, if, you, if you've got like, I don't know, like. Thicker fingers, then I don't know if you're not dainty or you've not got smaller hands. It like that's why I don't like the switch, uh, or, or what was it called? The switch that you didn't need to dock. I had one of those for a while. Hmm. 
I had one of those and I just couldn't get on with it. Uh, it was a bit. It, it's hard. To be honest, the reason I swear the reason I have glasses to this day was I had a Game Boy Micro, which was no bigger than my phone, and you just be like staring at it at night and you just be like blinding yourself and it was so small and the buttons were tiny <laughs> so yeah that was a hassle um yeah that was a big issue with these um game boys in general to be honest i remembered i had one of um them in back in my younger days um it was the, the i remember i had a game boy color there was game boy game boy color yeah, I, had that one as well. I bet you had the sp the one that flipped up yeah, yeah, I had that one as well, but also the color. Um... Oh, yeah, there was the Advance as well, weren't they? I forgot about that one. What? I think there was another one after the SP. I think that was it. I think it went to Nintendo DS after that. So. Yeah, I think it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, to, to to finish up with the gaming kind of I don't know store stuff, <laughs> not the actual companies. Um, Epic have been like releasing free games for a while now. Everyone seems to hate on Epic, but I've never really been a massive fan of Steam. I do like Steam, but it has so many improvements it needs to make. But like, Epic have been chucking games out like left, right, and center. Like there was Ark, GTA, um, God, there was loads, Civilization. There was all these kind of big games. They've had plenty of them. Yeah, and just recently they've turned around and said like they're adding like Kingdom Hearts to like the whole store. Like, it's the, I think it's the only thing it's going to be on PC. Like, it's the only version you get on PC. I'm not. I don't pretend to understand anything about like <laughs> like it's basically Disney Final Fantasy. But um, Max was really into it, and like what I was watching, I was like it was quite colourful and fun. But it, it's coming to PC is like a big thing, and like this epic, obviously own Fortnite and they bring out all these massive partnerships like all these companies are buying up things like Disney and it's becoming worrying because you, you're basically being forced yeah. to buy every console so <laughs> but um, yeah uh, honestly I think you're better off with a PC then but then mm. again it's more on the expensive side but I feel like if you've got a PC you don't um, need a console I mean obviously you still have the exclusive but the only the only problem is with them right now is you can't get any PS5 games, but there's a lot of PS4 exclusives coming or came on PC. Like Days Gone is the newest one that's going to come out. Horizon was the last one. You had like Detroit. Yeah, see, I think eventually they will all come out on PC, but yeah. when is a question. Yeah, I think I'd give it like two to three years. I think the games will come to PC, but I really would like a Sony app that you could like if you own it on PlayStation. They have a Sony app where you can play the PC version on their app or something on a PC would be cool. Um, but yeah, that would be possible. <laughs> we could talk about that kind of crap all day. The, the only other biggish thing that happens every year that no one's ever surprised about is there is a new COD, um, new Call of Duty that's been leaked that I saw an article about and it was leaked as Call of Duty Vanguard and it is a direct sequel to World War 2 which is the one I think Nick and his uh, Mrs. Kev plays isn't it? You play World War 2 a lot Electric Boogaloo <laughs> World War 2 Electric Boogaloo is that the one you play Nick? the most? Uh, uh, we haven't we haven't played it in a while but we do, we do play it quite regularly because like, like you say that's, that's Kev's favourite one so. mm. So I don't know what I don't know if that's going to be like 
I mean, what happened after World War? It would have to be something like. What I've heard, and I, I was just doing some Googling on this as we were setting up, it's either going to be based on the Korean War. I was going to literally, was, yeah. The, which was between 1950 and 1953. That's my history nerd stuff coming out. <laughs> or it's going to take it down a parallel universe route and make a thing of if World War II never really ended in 1945 oh. and extend it into the 50s. That would be sick. That would actually make me want to buy and play it because I love I Wolfenstein. Honestly think, huh. yeah. I honestly think they could go either way. It's a World War II sequel, so they might go down that route. Well, apparently... Korean War, you never know. The way they've done it is Call of Duty... Um, it's Call of Duty Black Ops 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then what has happened is Cold War is a direct sequel to the first, but before the second, and then you've got, like... Modern Warfare, Advanced Warfare, Ghost, and all that kind of game, Infinite Warfare, all its own timeline. So this World War II COD is basically its own timeline again. So they're probably yeah. just... Yeah, they keep rebooting their own games, but... Cold War weren't bad. I really liked Cold War 40. Well, the zombies mode's good, and the story was better. I'm not even a massive first-person shooter fan, but... um, Yeah, I, I like what they're doing with the zombies. It's just a shame that... The, the, just the multiplayer is so competitive I just can't be bothered with it <laughs> like, I know Nick plays uh, Warzone and stuff don't you still um, uh, I, I play on Warzone every now and again only if like only with certain people like, yeah. Warzone's not third game mode like I say I'm not really one for campaign either I've not played a Call of Duty campaign since the original World at War and that was purely mm. because you had to just to unlock the zombie yeah other than that, I don't play campaign. I literally, I'll, I'll buy Call of Duty and I'll go straight online. See, what I used to do is like when I when I first got into it, I like Call of Duty three, so I played for the story, and the online was just starting. Uh, and then, like I said, World at War and four were like when it really took off, and that's when I was occasionally playing it. And then as soon as it started going into like Black Ops, after Black Ops, I just tuned out. Uh, apart from the zombies mode and the story for that, I just didn't care. So, everyone gets really hyped about when it's announced, well, it's going to do something new, it's going to be different, and it's just the exact same thing again. But I don't get... Yeah. Like, what you were saying about, like, they're taking it in a new direction, that's kind of what they've done with Cold War, and it's worked, so I wouldn't be surprised. Because that was, like, an alternate history thing, and, like, a... Uh, I don't even know what you call it, like, a sequel prequel? Because it was a sequel to the original, but a prequel to the second, so... I'm not sure, or mid instalment, or whatever you call it. <laughs> but saying that, would you not say that they sort of took a different route when they went like advanced warfare? And if I'm perfectly honest, I don't really think that turned out so well. No, I mean, that had Kevin Spacey in anyway, so that's. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that one. Yeah. I don't actually I can say what I'm gonna say, so let me rather not. <laughs> no, but that yeah, that um that would have bombed even more if you come out later with him in. But um yeah, I didn't like that one. I didn't like Infinite Warfare either. That have didn't that have aliens in? Yeah, Infinite Warfare was very futuristic. I think it was even a space battle at one point. Yeah, and like I don't know, alien horror, I don't I, when I think of alien horror I literally think of alien or prey. And uh, to kind of branch into the more horror thing, because you know, COD's not something we all play. It's 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 massively popular, so we want to talk about it. And I'm always intrigued if it's like going to be better. 
especially if that literally is known to history that'd be cool because i love the world war ii period i'd rather keep in that um but yeah indie horror games because i've recently started playing devour i think everyone here has had a dabble with phasmophobia or seen it because that's like another big one um i did a review on devour but there was some other there was one that was based on pt that's just come out because bear was mentioning it um oh what was it called I completely forgot what it's called now. But it's basically a copy of PT and it's doing really well apparently. And there's also um In Silence came out and like I said Phasmophobia Devour, they're all like kicking up. So like indie horror's getting like a lot better. Um we've had like Visage and Song of Horror and all these kind of just spook spookathon games, uh, which have been quite fun. I still need to play Visage for that uh, community challenge, to be honest, but have any of you dabbled with them? No, I haven't. No. I'm no, not on really, no. See, I think I'm the only one here who plays horror stuff. But so. Something that I did notice with the horror games, because uh, you said, obviously, that um, especially indie horror games are very popular nowadays. Um, but I feel like if we looked a few years back, um, the horror games were a bit more advanced um yeah it feels um, like they've gone back like, yeah. yeah but i feel like more people are enjoying the simplistic um oh among us. The, these games yeah like even just indie games like among us and fall guys they've like kicked off massively oh yeah, yeah. but it's like, quickly it, it seems to be peaking back up with season four by what i've seen like it, it definitely hit its peak and went back down but it seems to be like crawling back up but yeah like no it's never gonna be how it was uh, no, no, no. it was in season one but that that was mad that like was that game was a bit too overhyped to be honest yeah i did like it but i liked it because it was like it was like takeshi's castle that was it honestly it's it's very samey if you play it uh, a lot of times and that's the issue with these games yeah they're like pure fun turn your brain off have a laugh kind of games they're yeah, not like exactly. story based stuff or like yeah. really in-depth stuff which is um but like i said i've been really happy with how indie games have been because they've been i don't know they've just been trying different stuff and they've, they've listened and the to good thing is about you can try as a, a lot of games because they're so cheap obviously yeah they're always cheap on steam aren't they so that's the thing it's like you can kind of just dabble with so many games for like under 50 pounds yeah and then you get these games to come out but to be honest we should and if you're a content creator you can make a funny little video out of it as well yeah this it's like a never-ending circle of like boosting popularity yeah. look at like how um valheim turned out that's oh yeah really sold what over 50 million copies like um he's not in the podcast because he, he didn't really want to be in it but um, josh you know like i know in real life and in the community like he's got like 200 hours already in valheim the whole indie scene is just blowing oh, up yeah. it, i think it's just because the triple a companies are just doing so much shit that like they're, they're just causing so much problems because yeah, they don't yeah. listen to people and they're just saying 70 pounds for a 10 hour game i was like no <laughs> mm. no we're not paying that not gonna call names cyberpunk <laughs> oh god honestly i don't know what I, I, they, they did an update the other day another bit of gaming news is um 
they did uh, was it patch 1.2 and it's like they finally fixed the police so they don't spawn out and it was like wouldn't be well too done, excited well to done. be honest and then apparently they fixed the driving animations and uh some bugs that's like dude it's been like what what are we on nearly four months the game no five months the game's been out you know um you gotta realize how much the game has been delayed as well to be honest. it's like jesus imagine if that game would have come out in april but yeah, anyway, tangent. <laughs> I feel like it's better if it's fully finished. We're, we're, literally, uh, we're literally talking about Cyberpunk all day if we could, because it's just like endless problems. Not, yeah, exactly. They delayed the updates to fix the delayed problem. I know, and even if they would have delayed it like another year, don't even know honestly i was never super hyped for it i got very hyped for it just before and i was like oh this could be really and i was instantly disappointed got my refund i was just like put this aside give me witcher 3 remastered which was promised but obviously that's been put on hold and then there was witcher 4 rumored and that was confirmed um but that after what they've done with this i've got no faith in them um i don't know is there any other gaming related stuff um I know there was one thing, but that's more to do with movies, so I'll move on to that in a minute. Any more? You guys? Games, no, nothing really. Cause it's, it's just been delays. Mostly, it's just been utter delays for everything. Like, Back for Blood so just literally Harry got delayed. Yeah, yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. We're really excited for that one. I am. I, I, I like the whole vibe. If you ever played Order of the Phoenix, like the whole vibe of walking around the castle and being a wizard and just flicking the analog to do spells, that was so cool. And this new one's going to be like an open world RPG, so that's going to be cool. But yeah, that was delayed. Um, Dying Light was delayed. Uh, Did they even ever have a release date for it? It was delayed because it was supposed to be coming in 2020, so they delayed it to 2021. But they say it's coming at the end of this year now, definitely. Um, and then, was it Vampire the Masquerade 2? That got delayed and kind of fucked up. And there was Returnal was delayed. Um, what else? Um, Deathloop. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... The Halo Infinite got delayed, oh my god, that's a big thing. I don't know if any of you are Halo fans. To be honest, I I've played like the first four, but that's it. No, uh, I played um, Reach, and that was the only one I liked. <laughs> so I can't really talk what? on Halo. The newest Gran Turismo got delayed. Oh, what number is that? Like nine or something? Well, apparently, it's Gran Turismo Seven, but I thought uh, that one already came out. I did as well. But yeah, that was delayed. Like I said, Battle for Blood, which is like Left for Dead Three in, in reality, it was delayed there just was today. There was that Lord of the Rings game that got delayed as well. Now that I think of it. Do you know what? Another game that got delayed. Um, Gotham Knights. I was really looking forward to that. It's basically Avengers, but the, the DC version. Uh, oh yeah, and Avengers, all their content got delayed. And nothing's probably coming until summer now. Um, now they've brought out the new stuff. So yeah, it's just lockdown, lockdown, delay, yeah, delay. I, I feel like... Yeah, lockdown is a great thing uh, with delays because everyone is uh, working from home and every progress is slower, closer. Yeah, and like it makes sense if you think about it. But if you got a game that has a lot of bugs, even when it gets delayed that many times, I feel like they should delay it even more because 
people expect your game to be finished if you delay it that much. Yeah, I don't think it's another thing that Cyberpunk was like. They delayed. They didn't delay that. It rushed out, and then every other company's gone fuck. Like, what happened to like the biggest hype game ever? I was like, shit. What about our fucking game? It's not even as good as that. So they've all delayed. Um, Cyberpunk had entire articles written about it. I think even like CNN covered it. CNN. I literally, this is my claim to fame. BBC wanted opinions, and I'd been ranting on my Twitter about it. And a BBC re representative from Newsbeat got in touch with me, and I did a, an interview with him, and other people did some interviews, and there's an article featuring like gamers being outraged at Cyberpunk, and I was on that, and I was like, yeah, that's my claim to being in the news. <laughs> so I took that. I think a game that was delayed for so long that still was then even pre-release with the amount of problems that it's had, um, like, I mean, I can't speak from a personal perspective because even though I've had the game since it was released, I've not touched it. Don't touch it. <laughs> you should. You should refund it. Because I, I've, I've heard people say that it is good. Some people haven't quite experienced the bugs that other people have. Yeah, um, PC wasn't as bad, but I think the majority yeah. of people that are saying about the problems, like I say, with a game that was delayed for so long and still come out with the problems that it's got, I personally think that. If they were really having all the problems, then they might have just been better off sitting there saying, you know what, this just ain't going to work. Like, cancelling it all together. Even, like, they might have lost out on a bit of money because of all the advertisements and everything and building up the hype. But, like you say, if they didn't have a formal apology anyway for the state that the game was and offered to do things, they might as well have just sat there and said, look, we, we're, we're just not doing it. We're pulling the plug on it and we're going to try for something else. Yeah, the thing is that what happened behind the scenes is they, it was a bit like Anthem. Anthem was being made for like four or five years and then it was scrapped and apparently the same thing happened with Cyberpunk and it was completely scrapped apart from uh, the main plot and then they redid everything around it in 2018 they faked the stage demo that is on record they faked it just like Anthem did and then obviously it's a, it, in two years they brought out a shitty product that was the problem with it but yeah we... <laughs> there was a whole nother podcast yeah it was just the, the only problem I found with Anthem was just like with Destiny. There was no it, content. It's a bit too repetitive for my liking. Anthem was an amazing concept, and I loved the flying and I loved the whole vibe. But the whole thing was a complete mess, and the content wasn't there, and it was repetitive, and you got no loot. But yeah, like that. <laughs> Destiny as well, and why I feel that they were both the same. I was absolutely. Like, and I'm obviously back to when the first Destiny was released as well, not just the second one. Like I played the first one as well. Uh, when all, when that came out, I was I was really excited for that. Like, and I played it, I completed it, and then the missions just got so repetitive. Uh, and then like they released or did did the ra raids come out in the second one? I can't remember. But yeah, they then released all the raids and everything. But you needed at least like a full squad to even mm. have a chance yeah it's why I, I just don't like first person games too much anyway especially shooters and when you can yeah, buy that with a lure it i don't know like, i literally it's free to play now and all the dl you still need all the dlc to do anything in that game so it's, it's pointless anyway but yeah we could run for hours about broken and delayed games <laughs> we should definitely yeah. do an episode on 
that in depth because we literally be like 50 minutes of that um but we'll move on because like i said we are trying to do like an entertainment podcast where we talk about like a lot of different things the movie side of things um that i wanted to talk about the main thing i'm really really excited for is godzilla versus kong and it sounds anything other than kong versus godzilla i would have come down to leicester and i would have beat you <laughs> but, um yeah it's uh i'm really excited for it it's literally just a, a film about two massive things beating the living shit out of each other i just i love spectacle films about it that might have ruined a bit of the storyline for me so i'm actually kind of upset i didn't mean to hear it but i did and it oh i already know about the uh mecha thing that was um oh. le- yeah so spo- potential the- spoilers because some of it is leaking uh i don't know if you guys want to see it you want to know but um i mean i'd be interested basically <laughs> in- you said- like, as soon as they announced the movie i'm like no they're not gonna have a fight it's going to be a neutral thing, or they're going to go fight something else. This is literally the This isn't me reading the plot. I know nothing about the plot. This is literally what I think is going to happen, which is probably going to happen because it's just a monster film and it's a remake. Yeah, this is an old film in the day. What happened is Godzilla's pissed for some reason. We don't know why. So they bring in Kong. They have a fight. They smash the shit out of each other. The plot ensues, and then. There's a, an organization, uh, which I can't remember what their name is. It's, I don't know if it's Monolith or something like that. And they basically make Mecha Godzilla to kill Godzilla. And then Kong and Godzilla go, bro, let's kill him. And then that's it. <laughs> That'll be it. And then they'll break, they'll basically break the shit out of Mecha Godzilla. And they'll be like, I respect you. I'm going back to my island. But this film, I percent think that that's what's going to happen as well. It will. It's no one watches it for the plot. It's it's just going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's just a good action movie. Yeah, it's just a spectacle movie, which is what's fun about yeah. it. And um, like they've had some really cool trailers with good music in, so I've been enjoying that. Um, but yeah, that was like the major one. That comes out in the UK on the 1st of April. It's on HBO in America at the minute, so I don't know if there's... But yeah, I've already seen like a bit of a leaked fight where they're both fighting him. Uh, but I've no idea if it's being piloted, it, it's being piloted or AI or who's involved with the overall thing. I know it goes into depth with the Hollow World. I don't know if you guys have heard about that. It's actually a theory. There's like a world beneath the Earth where there's giant creatures still around like a crust and then basically an atmosphere then another crust before the center yeah, that makes sense considering that obviously like through the godzilla movies that have already been released like obviously king of the monsters and they all come out of the ground yeah yeah, yeah i feel like, like that was in a kong movie as well yeah yeah the, the the end of the kong movie they basically just find out that there's creatures hibernating under the ground and then they come out it was basically the whole concept of this yeah, new film movie not too long ago actually yeah yeah and it's like godzilla this is another thing that in the lore the godzilla was created because of an atom bomb which okay you know mutated but then it mentions in the trailer that there was a war between their races like, but he's the first and only of his kind so now it's like is that a plot hole or is that unveiling a twist that he wasn't actually created he was always there um yeah because like, yeah, part, part of it says that he was a result of nuclear testing and like you say nuclear bombs and whatnot 
Bond versus Godzilla's, basically. Between him and Ghidorah, which, like you say, will indicate that Kong has been around. Uh, Kong, Godzilla has been around for a lot longer. Yeah, if you it, on it, the first Godzilla film was it was good, but there wasn't enough Godzilla, and it was and then they killed off Brian Cranston, which is a travesty, and then some boring ass soldier. So that was a bit like yeah, but um. The second one was really good. King of the Monsters, where they brought Ghidorah in and everything, that was really good. So, this is like a monster verse now. I've seen any of these movies, so I'm gonna keep quiet. <laughs> but yeah, watch them. They are they are good. Uh, they are good, like, spectacle kind of fun, turn off your brain movies. Um, yeah, I feel like the main reason you want to watch these movies is because of the action, and you know a monster movie is always going to have a lot of action, but then, hmm. but you don't expect to get involved in the story, and then you watch it, and then you actually get connected with the story as well. Yeah, there's, um, I can't remember his name now, but the, 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 main, the main kind of character who's from Japan, he basically gives his life in the second film, but you get very invested with him. Millie Bobby Brown's in it as well, but I don't really like her. <laughs> but she, I just see her as annoying since Stranger Things. I don't know why. I just can't take her seriously. She's a bit like Tom Holland. I like Tom Holland, but he's in everything now. <laughs> like he's just becoming every video game character. Also, there's a trailer with Tom Holland in it, and I'm just sitting there thinking, mate, Spider-Man, calm down. <laughs> this is the thing that studios will jump on them like as like a like a I don't know a currency, I guess, or like a. <laughs> I don't know about anyone else, but I never really heard of Tom Holland until he did, obviously, Spider-Man, and then he was in Avengers. So mm. if, they were the, if they were even just the star of his career, then, yeah, like you say, everyone else is going to bloody jump on it. But this thing, he's going to be... He's, he's Nathan Drake and Uncharted. He's been in some like, other films now. Um, someone was saying that um, he might be in some kind of reboot of a horror film, which I, I really... Really hope it's not another reboot of Bloody Nightmare on Elm Street because I like the originals and the remake was terrible. <laughs> reboot of that? No, come no. on, they can't do another one. Well, I won't be surprised if the reboot Spider Man again. <laughs> like, apparently, he's only signed on to do three other films, and the third one's coming out, so it might be the case where they suddenly um, do like Miles Morales or Spider Man 2099 or Spider Gwen. <laughs> gonna go down uh, miles morales because now they've got the whole peter parker sony marvel stuff mm. but yeah that, that, that whole situation i do like tom holland but i just it's like it's like i liked millie bobby brown in and stranger things but then she was just everywhere and it's instantly annoying it's like back in the day I could not stand Breaking Bad because it was everywhere and everyone was like, oh, it's brilliant, it's brilliant. And I was like, can't be bothered. And I eventually watched it and I've become a massive fan. I love all of it now. And but it's like when it's constantly being talked about, it, like, it puts you off it. It's like Mandalorian. Everyone was just like, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Star Wars. It's like, just stop talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> you put me off it. Spoilers as well, then. Yeah, this is the thing. Modern now, like literally within a day, there's spoilers everywhere. Like I got Endgame spoiled for me, but I still wanted to watch it. I saw what was coming. Like, it was obvious that a lot of people were going to die. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and another thing, actually, mentioning that MCU and uh, Marvel, the opposite, uh, in fact, before we go on to that, uh, Black Widow is obviously MCU, that's coming out. Um, that's not free for Disney, I thought it was. You have to buy the premium Disney Plus to get it, so it's £15 plus your subscription. <laughs> um, 
This is the thing, like, I, I was not that excited for a Black Widow film anyway. I don't think she's particularly interesting or can carry a film. We'll have to see. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Ryan Reynolds, he starred in The Green Lantern, right? But he never watched the movie because he knew how bad it was. Oh. So, so then in celebration of the Snyder Cut coming out, that's why I wanted to do this before, he decided he's going to watch the movie and live tweet his thoughts on it as he's watching it. And it was some of the most amazing stuff I have ever read. Right, Nick has had to leave. He's got daddy's duties, as you mentioned. Um, so that's why we're down to a threesome for the rest of the episode. Um, yeah, we were just talking about um, Black Widow and kind of MCU. So the opposite is uh, DC. What's it called? DCEU? Uh, and just kind of their films. It's, not, it's just a DC franchise. They don't have an official name for it. I thought but it was the Snyderverse for a while, but... <laughs> Here's actually a fun fact. The whole um, DC Extended Universe thing was actually made by a critic who was mocking the DC Universe for trying to be like the Marvel Universe. Mm. But like, like, the whole DC thing, I've never been... I've always liked Batman and Joker, but I've never been a massive fan of the whole thing. But the big controversy was Justice League um, got kind of mashed up and changed by Joss... Is it Joss Whedon? Is it Joss Whedon? Oh, that's probably wrong, but it was another director uh, because obviously Snyder lost his daughter during production and he had to leave, um, which is completely understandable. Um, but yeah, that kind of messed up the kind of direction of it. And then he came back and did a Snyder cut, and that's what everyone's been watching and letting people know if it's better and everything. And obviously, Man of Steel was all right, and then Batman vs. Superman was like not good, Wonder Woman was good. The new Wonder Woman was bad, <laughs> so they've not had a good a good ride as such. Um, and yeah, it's, it's kind of been up and down for DC, but apparently the Snyder Cut did very well, and I was watching clips, because I'd already seen Justice League, and guys, it's actually worth watching, because like there's things in the film that are completely new. Like, you know Jared Leto? I don't like him as the Joker, and he was actually quite good at the end of the film. So... It's worth watching that. It actually is better. It's not perfect, but it's better overall, for sure. Dude, I'll have to do a bit of catching up. The last DC movie I watched <laughs> was Batman vs Superman. Yeah, you can just go on and watch this Snyder cut. It's like in, is it six six episodes of like thirty to forty minutes because it's like four hours long or something. Um, Are they episodes? Yeah, see, it's basically it does like thirty minutes and it'll cut to black and it'll be like part two. And then it will go on like that because it was so long. Uh, but yeah, uh, that wasn't too bad. And I thought it was kind of cool what they did. It's made me interested in it, but apparently they're just abandoning the Snyderverse, as they were calling it. There was apparently going to be Justice League 2 and 3. And uh, uh, Superman and Lois Lane's son was going to become the new Batman. That's what the whole vibe they were going to go for. He was going to become the new Batman, and the uh, um, Batwoman was going to come into it because um, it's Commissioner Gordon's daughter that becomes uh, Batwoman, and they were going to have like Cyborg have his own film and Flash have his own film. And I have no idea what's going on with any of that because I don't personally follow it. I've just been seeing people talking about it. Um, yeah, uh, Yanni, have you watched any of these films? Or I'm guessing not. <laughs> uh, no, otherwise I should have talked about, but definitely heard about it. Uh, yeah, about it. 
it's a bit of a mess what's happened with them, but it's just how it is. I just think superhero movies are kind of dying a bit now because they're just done so much. Um, getting repetitive. Yeah. Yeah, you can only do so much. It's why Wonder Vision was so good because it was completely different. It wasn't your typical superhero movie or show. It was just different. And it's why I want to wait for Falcon to finish and then watch it in one go and see what this Loki one does. And but yeah, that's kind of everything we want to talk about as such today. Obviously, we're going to finish with a few things about us and ways you can follow us and schedule and what we plan to do and all that and some questions. Yeah, I feel like we should uh, talk about streaming and content creation mm. and other podcasts in general. Yeah, I mean, if, if people don't know, uh, most of us are streamers or content creators like me, Yarny. Chris is dab- going to dabble with it and get into it soon. Um okay. Nick, who's obviously just popped out the podcast, um, he does his streams. We'll do. We'll put all the descriptions and socials below, so you can keep up to date if you want to. Um, and yeah, like we all do, kind of something different. And I have this idea in the back burner that we'd do a podcast and do it specifically with like a group of people rather than just me with Ash in the past with TCN and stuff because we, we wanted to get other people involved but things happened so we're just doing it as in like yeah. a team of like four or five so like I said we do have Bear Gaming we Bear can, we can always have special guests as well but yeah, yeah. and we, yeah. we might have guests in the future because I was talking to Jables and Zara might come on and Kev might come on um, which is Nick's missus basically but um, yeah we'll just see how it goes and like I said we do have a fifth member Bear but he couldn't be with us tonight because he's a, a full-time working daddy family man. <laughs> so he only gets his weekend spare. And we wanted to kind of just do an introductory episode and talk to you guys. So, um, yeah, to finish up, we're kind of the schedule as such. We're, we're just going to do an episode every couple of weeks, at least once a month, uh, cover what's going on, stuff like that. Um, so if you want to ask us any community questions so we can try and get like a, a vibe for like segments and what we could do in an order, let us know, you know, what we can improve, like this side, just let us know what we can do to make it better. Cause this is the first time I've done it with a group of people. Um, Yanni and Chris have never done a podcast before. So yeah, so this is pretty new. So we're all, we're all kind of nervous as a group, but we want to do something different and unique and especially with lockdown and it helps build confidence and we can bring some entertainment to people and chat and we'll probably try and get like when we've got a few episodes under the bag, like maybe a Spotify account where you can listen to us there, see how that goes. Um, and one last thing to touch on that I forgot about till now is we're on the eve of Outriders, which is the big looter shooter and big game that a lot of us are looking forward to that's coming out. Um, so I imagine... A few, I'll be streaming it. A few of us might stream it. Um, we'll probably talk about that more in the next episode and see how that's gone. We've also got um, Soulstorm, the new Abe game coming out. There's lots coming out next month, to be honest. And uh, Resi in May as well. So that's something we'll probably talk about in the next episode. And if you've got any ideas or topic suggestions, yeah, go for it. I don't know if you guys want to say anything before we finish up. Or introduce yourselves as like what you do. <laughs> yeah, I feel we, we could do a little introduction. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll I'll start myself. Then. <laughs> so um, I basically um currently am a streamer. Um, I stream. I mean, I'm also a YouTuber. Um, because I recently also got into the video editing. Been a 
like and that's um but yeah i mainly uh, focus on uh plants vs zombies um it's not a very popular franchise but um it's something that i really like i've always liked it exactly um, yeah. but yeah i also do a variety of other games of course uh, but especially on stream so on youtube i mainly want to focus on the plants vs zombies and made and funny moments in general so that's basically what i'm doing at the moment yeah, it's all keeping ourselves busy during lockdown because <laughs> there's a lot more time to make a lot more time of content. Even though it's hard to be more discovered now, it's like why we're trying to bridge into yeah. other ways to like get to know people and make friends. Like, like I said, Chris is dabbling with getting into it, but I tell you what, you can actually talk about Chris, your uni stuff because you just started, haven't you? Yes, yes, I'm in my first year into our high school history teaching degree, so that's going to be fun. He's a history buff. <laughs> yes, I'm a history buff as well. That's why I'm doing history teaching. At the moment, we're not doing anything special. We're just going over like the basics of like different teaching methods and learning styles. But eventually, I'll start learning all the proper stuff and then learning how to teach it how to present it to students that's going to be fun we could we could definitely do like a history corner for chris like just random history facts throughout the podcast just like, today, in 1956 this happened <laughs> so did you know that hitler loved call of duty his favorite was black ops <laughs> just like um there's a meme going around at the minute it was like rest in peace celebrity they would have loved Presley one realize we should have talked about um, Xbox's rebranding. They're getting rid of Live, quote-unquote. Oh, I tell you what, we'll touch on that in the next episode because I don't know anything about that, so I'll be a bit ignorant. Oh, really um, nothing major. They're just changing the name to Xbox Network. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah I'd say we, we, when we're doing these podcasts, we do want to stick to like a kind of segment system or a schedule of like how we talk about things. But but you do you do miss things. So like and things pop up during when you're recording or just before. Like there was so much news um, that we wanted to pack into this one. So probably the next one. Like I said, we I think we all know kind of what we want to do and how it'll go now. So we'll definitely yeah, be a bit more. All... See, that's something else we would like to know. Uh, whether you, um, the people that are watching this, you guys uh, want to see this segment that we are doing, like um, the new subjects and all of that, or just want to uh, stick to one main subject? Yeah, like, I mean, we'll, we'll always have, like, gaming, movies, TVs, and we'll probably dabble with a bit of music, but at the minute there's not really any music-related news because there's no touring they can't record as such. There's not really much news with bands and singers because there's not much entertainment outside movies and games that you can really do. I mean, even the cinemas are still shut for the most part, so it's mainly gaming. We'll always mainly be gaming, but we'll always like branch into other things. Like, I don't think we'll really touch on politics unless it's a serious thing. Um, it'll be mo most, like I said, mostly entertainment because that's why we called it. Like, I came up with the idea of pixels and polygons because pixels for movies and cinema and polygons for games so that's why it went quite well um but yeah that's kind of all we have today so i'll just mention obviously nick left us a bit earlier um nick is beach gaming we'll put his link down below chris or uh, chris is tied as his handle is uh, um will be down below to, as well yarny or yarny topping games i am uh jauntis i 
just jaundice on everything as far as I can tell. Right. <laughs> I am a variety streamer. But yeah, uh, all the links will be down below. And thanks for watching, listening to us ramble. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you enjoyed. I think I'm going to try and... Um, We'll try, like I said, we'll try and get probably every two or three weeks, depending. If there's no news, there's nothing we can talk about. So I don't want to put like a time on stuff. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And you can catch us, like I said, live or just chatting stuff on socials or get involved in our discords and stuff. So we will see you all next time. Uh, it's bye from me and those guys. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode.